This is why we have the best fans in the world. Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin and I'm Kara and this is our 97th episode of Talk Direction and oh my goodness there has been so much this week. I honestly feel like I don't even remember what the hell we talked about like last time. I was, don't know either. I'm so confused because we did song titles. Is that that was last? I think week, so. Right? But like, what was the news? Like, I'm just I'm I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's been a lot. Yeah. But uh, that's that's a good thing, of course. In in <laughs> in formalities, <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> in the fact that Kara and I are both going through finals, and it was tickets week for Harry Styles, it's been a very hectic week. Oh but lord, I know. Um, so speaking of Harry tickets, we wanted to say that we were both extremely lucky to get tickets mm-hmm. to the concert. Um, I will be going to the London show. Um, because I will be over there and Kara is going to one in the U.S. because she will be over here. So, yeah, that's what, uh, what it is. Um, I know, Kara, you started something on Twitter trying to help find tickets for people. What what is that? So, I wanted to do a thing where I, um, make a list of the listeners who didn't, um, end up getting tickets and, like, put their username next to the show that they are trying to find tickets for so we can all, like, look out for people selling them on Twitter or whatever. Because um, I think, like, fan-to-fan um, buying of tickets is probably, like, the best way to go. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and um, I think that, like, you know, like, me and Caitlin will always keep an eye out for tickets uh, being sold and stuff, but I think that if, like, all of us, you know, as a community looked out for tickets being sold in these, like, specific places that people need them I think that like we could get a lot of you guys tickets and that's like I don't know I really really freaking want everyone to be able to go and it's just like yeah like we were you know we were lucky enough to be able to get tickets but like I need everyone to go so I know I know same so let's let's try to keep our eyes open for tickets for anyone you guys if you find someone who's saying like I'm selling tickets for something like you can send it to us and we will try to um, match it up with people who um, need tickets. Yeah. So, uh, that, thank you for doing that, Kara. Mm-hmm. That was a great idea. Um, and then Harry also tweeted regarding tickets. He said, I am overwhelmed. Thank you. If you don't get to see, if you, if I don't get to see you this tour, I'll come back around next year. If you'll have me love H. Um, so yeah, cause the entire tour is pretty much sold out, but obviously there's still people selling tickets. Um, I know there's, like, rumors of tickets on sort of not, uh, like, StubHub and, like, other sites, but I just don't know to trust them at this point. Yeah. Um, I would wait at least a a number of weeks because those, often for those types of websites, people put tickets up in advance before they even have them, and and then, like, to try to get you to buy them right away, and the the ticket prices jack up. So I've, I have bought tickets on StubHub before. It might be different with Harry's concert um, because they're sort of being very strict, uh, stricter than usual. But 
definitely wait it out and just watch how ticket prices go because you never know if they're gonna like get lower at some points uh when there's a lot of months to wait so yeah and also um on Ticketmaster, there's a thing where you can like where like fans can sell to other fans um which i think is a lot more uh it's like a lot more verified and like mm-hmm. trustworthy so i would look for that too um yeah. and also um there's a um twitter account called at 1d ticket help and um their whole premise is um finding fans um or like finding and selling tickets uh like between fans so definitely like yeah definitely go follow them if you um are looking for tickets or looking to sell tickets yes um and just ask us any questions about ticket buying because i have a lot of experience ticket buying and trying to figure that whole thing out and StubHub and all that um so just shoot us uh, a message on twitter Um, Okay, I also wanted to update everyone on our Patreon. For those of you who don't know, we have a Patreon, which is like a subscription site where you get tons of extra bonus content from us. Um, And we recently hit our $100 goal, which is amazing. We announced that on the last episode. Um, So May will be the first month that we do a bonus episode. It'll be later in this month after Kara and I uh, either between our after our finals and graduation or something something farther down the line because this month is one of the craziest ones in my life um so that will be very exciting um also over on the patreon we have tons of videos and you can leave us a voicemail we also do uh, talk direction download which is the flagship of the patreon which is an extra half hour of content of uh, podcast content every episode Um, And you're actually able, if you put in, if you look at the right-hand side of the screen um, on the Patreon on a computer, you'll see a little RSS link. And if you copy that link and paste it into your podcast app, uh, you're able to get it right to your podcasting app just as you would any other podcast that you're subscribed to. Um, I I can explain it more if you ask on Twitter, but also you can Google it probably pretty easily. yeah, and the uh, most recent video that Kara posted was our Kiwi party that we had the night of the SNL, uh, Harry being on SNL, because we all thought he was going to be performing Kiwi. <laughs> um, and we had a lot of fun making Kiwi drinks and uh, laughing, and I just watched it the other night, and it just made me feel so happy. So if you want to go check out that party that we threw for us, ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> literally go just us and my Harry Styles yeah. cut out, so. Yeah, it was, I mean, who else would you need, really? True. Um, so this episode today is going to be a bit of a mishmash all over the place because there's been several big stories um, that I wanted to talk about. So let's just get into them. The first one is Liam's baby name was released. Now, Liam and Cheryl have both not tweeted it yet, um, but it seems like it's pretty confirmed. Um, I know fans handed Liam, like, a little... Okay, so, anyway. (laughs) The the kid's name is Bear Payne, according to... Was it The Sun? Um, Something like that. Daily Mail? Daily Mail, something like that. Something not super reliable, but... It seems as though this might be true. Is that what you would say, Kara? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I know you quite like the name. What what were your thoughts initially? I mean, I think it's a cute name. Like, I mean, I feel like celebrities (laughs) always kind of go left field um, with names. Uh, 
But, I mean, I think it's cute. And, like, imagine the nickname, like, Little Bear. Like, I just think that's so cute. And imagine, like, all the bear-themed things he's going to get. And, like, all the, he's like... He's going to be... He's going to have the bear theme follow him his entire life. I know. But, like, when he's a kid, it's going to be so cute. Like, a little bear, like, onesie yeah. or something. Oh, my God. So adorable. Um, I just think it's cute. Um, and it definitely... Um, I mean, obviously, it's going to remind me of Bear Grylls. But, like, <laughs> I wonder if that's, like, what they named him after. Maybe. What, where's Bear Grylls from? Uh, that's, like, the guy who, like, does the wilderness stuff and, like, drinks his no, own No, I know, but I mean, like, what country is he oh, from? Oh, I have no clue. Is he Australian? I don't Bear know. Bear Grylls. You know, he's British, so, oh, okay. you know, could be. Maybe he's a godfather, Bear Grylls. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, There's gonna be so many uh, uh, puns, too, with this kid's name. And puns are never a bad thing in true, my mind. True, I've seen a lot of, like, bearing pain, like... You know, oh, there was a lot of pain to bear or something because uh, uh, the last name is Pain. Yeah. So, like, Liam's last name already has a ton of puns mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, I guess uh, hopefully we'll get a confirmation from one of them um, on Twitter uh, if they would like. And any cute pictures, I'm always down for cute baby pictures. Yeah. Uh, we still have those initial ones they posted um, in March. I can't believe it's already been so long. Like, wow. Yeah. Over a month. Wow. But yeah, so let us know what you guys think of the name, um, and yeah. Um, okay, Slow Hands, next story. Um, so, Niall released his second single, Slow Hands, and this has come months after we got this town. Did we get that in September? Yeah, yeah, or something like that, like September or November. October? I don't so know. So long ago. And at that point, Niall said, like, that was their first song that they completed. They still had a ton to do. Um, so now it's been a long time, and Niall's been working really hard, and uh, we got this song released um, this week, and it's currently number one on iTunes, which is very exciting, at least in the U.S., but I'm pretty sure it's number one in a lot of countries. Um, and Niall tweeted... This is incredible. You have no idea how happy I am right now. Thank you all so much for the lovely reaction. Enjoy. Um, and then Louis tweeted, Ooh, uh, shoot, Niall. <laughs> Sounding sick, lad. Uh, and then Niall responded, Ha ha ha, love you, Tomo. Um, and those were the only interactions we got from the boys about their song release. Both Harry released a song this week, which we'll talk about, and Niall. And, uh, uh, those were the only interactions that I saw. Did you, did anyone else say anything? I don't think so, I don't so, think right? so, but, like, honestly, Louie tweeting is, like, all I need. Like, I love a little bit of Nui, you know what I mean? Like, it's adorable. I know. They're, those two are off, are so supportive of each other and oh, are, are the ones to more tweet these days anyway, so. Yeah. Like, Harry never tweets and Liam hasn't been tweeting either. I mean, he does have a baby, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's probably quite busy at the moment. Um, but this was nice. Uh, the song was written by Julian Bonetta, who uh, wrote tons of One Direction songs with the boys. Um, and then Tobias Jesso Jr., who, I forget who Niall said, um, like, he was a big part of some album. Was it Adele? I don't know. Um, but what did you think when you first listened to this song? Or should I go first? Why don't you go first? <laughs> okay. So what I, okay, so I, this was the night that, um, it was after the pre-sale, uh, for the UK tickets, and I didn't get tickets that night, so I was quite upset when I woke up, 
Um, and I then I remember that I had a Nile song site, or I didn't remember. I looked at my phone, and there was Twitter. Um, and I was like, okay, do I listen to this, or do I hold off? And like, because I had three classes in a row, and I was getting up to get ready. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm just gonna listen to this like on repeat as I get ready. Um, and like the first notes came, and I was like, oh my god, what is this? <laughs> Um, and I just, like, really loved it. Like, I, on first listen, I was just like, this is exactly what I need. Like, oh my god, Niall, I was not expecting this from you. This is, like, so crazy and, like, just wow. Like, when I heard the name Slow Hands, I just thought, like, maybe something more, like, acoustic-y, similar to this town, like, pulled back like that. But this was, like, so the opposite. Like, Slow Hands was, uh, is a sexy song. Like, oh my god. Um, and yeah, I just, I really, really liked it on first listen. And it, and it, and it, it, it took me in a way where I was just like, I, like, Niall is pulling through to a front runner for mm-hmm. me. Like, like, uh, just musically, I guess, because we invest so much time into Harry. And also, um, and as I'll read one of our, our listeners, like, Um, reaction to the song it's just like he really just I don't know he was kind of like he always just just like chill and like whatever but now like man he's like number one on iTunes the same week Harry released Sweet Creature so Niall's song is doing really well which I yes um, Niall I know I would expect by the song this song gets picked up quite quickly by people um just because it, it, I feel like it seems like it's going to do so well on radio. Like, it's very radio-ready, I think. Um, I think a lot of people can latch onto it. Yeah. And I think also people heard this town and quite liked Niall. So this is his second song. So I think people who may, might not, like, they're open to him because, like, they this town did so well on radio. Like, Niall's just doing so, so well. I'm and I so just... happy. I feel like we didn't give him, like, I just didn't, like, give him enough credit. And not not enough credit to make good music or something, but just, like, I just didn't expect this from, from him. And I was so pleased with it. Um, and, and the, I guess, I guess we'll go into this, but I guess what are your reactions first, Kim? Um, so I first listened to it, like, at 9 a.m. when I was, like, half asleep on the bus. I was like, oh, shoot, yeah, I forgot I have a Nile song. Um, and I was, like, running late to class, but whatever. I was like, okay, like, let me listen to this Niall song. Let me indulge on the bus. And, like, when I first heard it, I was like, is this Niall? Like, am I listening to, like, a country <laughs> album, like, Greatest Hits? I was just like, what intonation is this? Like, um, but then, like, after I listened to it again, I was like, okay, like, yeehaw, like, giddy up. Like, I, I could be down. Um, and it took me a little while to, like, get into it. Because, like, it's very country to me. And, like, I know Caitlin doesn't hear that at all, which is so weird to me. Like, we're going to have to do a poll and see if anyone... I literally, Kara, I don't understand this I don't thing. understand how you hear Justin Timberlake and- Mirrors and Sexy Back. In what world? <laughs> I mean, are we listening to the same song here? I don't know. Because I talked to Rebecca, my sister, the other day. And yeah. I was like, so what genre would you say this was? And she's like, I don't know. I listened to it once and I said I wouldn't listen to it ever again. <laughs> 
And I said, well, Carrie said she heard country vibes. And she goes, yes, so did I. Yes, and I was like, thank you, what? Rebecca. You and, you and her seem to have these, I literally, I've listened to it multiple times, trying, trying to hear country. Like, being like, okay, I'm going to look for country right now. Caitlin, and I'm like, how do you not None of this country? is country to me. That's... None of it sounds country. So, like, okay, so, like, what are the influence, like, you said on Twitter, Justin Timberlake and Ed Sheeran, and, like. Yes! I just, like. This is what I hear. I'm so confused. I think that, I like re- it's like the kind it's like the like the dress it's like blue and black or yellow and whatever it's called and I just feel like we're just like hearing two oh. separate things you know what I mean yeah like, it's I, so I know. weird to me but like that this is what country is now it's like modernized um this is like what you would hear on a like, country radio like the pop I don't know I've heard country radio before and this sounds nothing like but it like to me. modernized country radio like the younger like men of country like 23 year olds of country I th- honestly think this could be picked up in country radio stations okay well this is I hear I mean I I also know uh uh what's his name Niall has talked about it um about how it's very influenced by like 80s like slow rock jam stuff um and Actually, the song that he talked about in one of the interviews called Dirty Laundry, <clears throat> which is a lyric from Nio's song, uh, sounds so much like it. If you look up the song, or, like, you can see the inspiration behind it, the song Dirty oh, Laundry by Don something, maybe? I'll have to look that see. up. Don Henley. Um, yeah, it has that same sort of, I don't know, it reminds me of, like, some... Uh, I don't, I, I really, I hear bits of Ed Sheeran, like, sing, and, like, Bloodstream, and, uh, <clears throat> um, what's it called, don't, like, just a little bit of that, and then some Justin Timberlake stuff, like, Kara said, Mirrors, and Sexy How? Back. How do you hear Sexy and back in that? Sexy back is, like, just, pure R&B. I just hear it. Leave me alone. I don't and, understand. And, and I would say this song is more R&B than it is country. In what <laughs> world? I swear to God, I don't think we're listening to the same I song. Need to, I need to sit and listen to you, this song with you. Yeah. And, and you need to point out what sounds country. The twang. Like, there's no... No! If that's not country, I don't know what is. No, that to me, I listened to that part. Uh-huh. That to me sounds like like a bluesy sort of band, like in a dark bar. Like, but bluesy is country. No, but like a, I, I don't know. I like don't. A, I, this is so wild to me. Like, I've literally <gasps> like, you've never been on such opposite pages of something. Like, this is like I feel like this is the first. Like, I know. And like I, I there's like what what our other songs have we said? Like, I would say this town is more country, maybe, but not than this. Oh. I don't know. Um, because, like, I see, like, people, like, headlines say, like, funk pop. This is, like, funk pop. That's what I hear. And I'm yeah. just like, this is country. I just don't, no. like, it's so wild. I think that, like, I've seen, like, both sides, and, like, it's interesting. I swear I to God. I haven't seen anything saying it was country, besides you I and have them. seen it on Twitter, so. <laughs> I'll have, we'll have to see, because I, yeah, that's what I hear. It's more, like, the funky, like, pop, like, that's why I said the mix of, like, all the ones that okay. I said, because th- those are the influences I hear. Um, we're definitely going to have to pull this. Yes, I'm so interested. This is so like, weird. I think, based on the reactions I heard, too, from, like, some of our listeners, I feel like a lot of them heard the funk pop stuff. Whoa. Uh, versus the country, because none of them mentioned country in their tweets, did they? I don't know. Interesting. Uh, I'm just thinking, like, Lucia. I, I don't know if Lucia heard country based on her reaction, mm. but maybe she did. I also don't know, like, what music are all of our listeners listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, were you going to say something? Um, no, but I've, like, grown to like it. And, like, I've, like, you know, like, the first time I was, like, literally, what is this? Like, now I like, don't know if I can get with this. But, like, it's, like, really catchy. And it's just, like, really fun. And, like, mm-hmm. I love the lyrics. And Niall sounds so good. Like. Yes. So good. Like, his voice sounds so, like, sultry. And I'm, like, um, okay, Niall. I know. Like, I know. I was, like, wow. Niall's no one. He's, he's never one to, like, be very, like. I mean, none of the boys have been, but, like, make any, like, sexual innuendos that much or, like, be, like, very openly, like, about sexuality. And now, like, Niall's just, like, taking this really, like, I guess Niall did write temporary fix, right? Yeah, but I, like, I just... He just seems like such a cherub all the time. I know, yeah, like a human embodiment of the sun. It's just, like, how does the sun have (laughs) sex, you know? But, (laughs) like, it has to happen, I guess. Um... Uh, but, like, I, I just think, like, the lyrics are really good, like, and respectful. Like, they're not, like, you know, yes. uh, like, a masterpiece of lyrical genius, but, like, I'm into mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I just think that, like, he respects women and likes women, and I'm just, like, nice, Niall. Like, <laughs> I'm just so happy. Like, I'm always afraid, like, these kind Me of songs too. could very easily go into, like, the misogynistic um objectifying route but like it's not like that at all and I'm just like nice I know and the whole premise of it is that it's a woman picking up a guy yeah like it's it starts like she's saying like I want to take you back to my place and and Niall said in one of the interviews um, I've been making my way through them because he's done like some several 40 minute like podcast interviews Whoa. I still have a, I still have another one to go but um he's been saying that like, they purposely did that. They are like, they said, like, yeah, usually all the songs are about, like, a guy picking up a girl, so we wanted to flip it on its head. So it was a conscious decision wow. about, like... Niall, feminist icon horrid. <laughs> I know. I swear to God, Niall is, like, he's got his own, like, secret feminist, like, club or something, and he's recruiting <laughs> yes. people. I'm ready for it. Um, so I was very happy about this, and... And I will have to break down the lyrics at some point um, and just, like, go through all of that um, because I really did like it. And there seems to be a lot of consent on both sides, um, which is always nice to see in a song. Um, And like you said, though, I don't think it's, like, anything, like, a lyrical genius witty, like, imagery. But, like, it's kind of just, like, like, this is what I want. Like, laying it out there, which is also really great. Yeah. Um, and the music is just, to me, so interesting. And I feel like I feel like it's going to do so well on radio, but I also don't feel like we hear exactly this type of yes. breed of pop. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, so it's, I, I'm very excited I think it's it. going to be a summer freaking hit. Like, I yeah. honestly can see this, like, blasting at freaking everyone's barbecue <laughs> from here to Tallahassee, you know? Like, I'm just excited. And I also hear, I also hear it, like, remixes in a club or something. Like, it's oh. a very sexy song. Like, I could totally, I could totally, I mean, I guess I'm coming from the side that doesn't hear any country. I know, I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> but, like, I hear that this could be, like, majorly going on, like, in, like, more club-type dance music. I could see this at, like, a, um, like a dark bar, like you were saying. Like, you know, like a... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say country bar, but like, (laughs) (laughs) okay, we need some people to back up each of our sides. We're gonna have to have a debate on this. We gotta prepare ourselves. Oh my god, yes, we should have like all the like like no cards and like an opener opening statement and like uh, someone to mediate. Um, 
Yeah. Rebecca's on I'm my side. I'm going to need so. to think of my rebuttal. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> possible arguments that you make. I'm going to have to go for uh, the history of country and show you how <laughs> it has evolved over time and like what pop country is now. Um, and I will be setting up on my 80s, uh, my 80s, what is it, rock jams, Don Henley uh, music. I feel like Go listen to this Dirty Laundry okay, one, though. Um, because that seems where it was actually literally inspired. That's cool from, that he like out picked, of Niall's mouth. Yeah, that's so. really cool that he like um, you know gave such an homage to like yeah I know the thing he was inspired by. I think that's cool because like I was it like that really cool. line like stuck out to me. I was like hmm that's mm-hmm. kind of a weird line. Like I feel like dirty laundry isn't like the sexiest thing you could talk about. <laughs> but now knowing that I like it better. Yeah, and cool. and I, I I really love the specificity of that line, too, because there's a lot of, like, more general terms, and then you have, like, this very, like, interesting metaphor about dirty laundry that really is not something I've ever seen. Like, mm. it very much jumps out, um, and I quite like that, and yeah. And also, like, you're saying, like, dirty, like, you know, it adds to the sexiness of the song a bit. As long as you're not thinking of, like, smelly laundry on the I know, floor, I'm literally thinking, like, like, don't remind me that I have to do laundry, like, <laughs> Niall, this is not, like... <laughs> <laughs> My floor right now is just covered in dirty laundry. Well, but I, th- I, th- I get, like, the sense of, like, they've been at, like, a club, like, they're dripping sweat, and they're, like, taking off their, like, sweaty clothes or whatever. Okay. Like, that type of dirty laundry, not, like, you know, uh, I have to bring dirty laundry home, like, to do the wash or something. <laughs> like, Gosh. something a little... I mean, it says, like, sweat dripping off. Like, that's what I picture. Okay. Um, but... Or, or if... Let me go by your imagery of a song. Maybe, like, a, a hot cowboy who's just, like, gotten off his horse and, you know, is dripping sweat. And, like, he's in the bar taking it off and, like, takes the... Uh, what's it called? Uh, the the hose and like sprays himself down. Oh my god! This needs to be the music video. I need a hot cowboy dial in the saloon, just like you know, like those swinging doors, and he just like pops yes. in with like a freaking cowboy hat and like. Did you see those pictures of him on a tractor with like the cowboy? Yes. Hat? Yeah. The, oh my god! If this is not the music video shoot for Slow Hands, I'm gonna be severely disappointed, and I'm gonna call for a refund. So. It needs to happen. And then um, each of the One Direction boys can make an appearance somehow in the music Oh my god, Louis could be like the bandit. Guest appearances. He could be like oh the, my you god. know, the town bandit. Yes. Yes. I feel like Liam would be like a bartender or something. Or the sheriff. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh my okay, god. maybe Zane's like the hot bartender. Ooh. He would be really... What would Harry be? Uh, the town shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he'd be walking around with his sheep. He tried to bring all his sheep into the bar with them. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Zayn would just be like, Harry, leave no. your sheep. And he like he has names for every single one of them. Oh, so beautiful. Wow. There's so many fics that are coming to my head that I've read that oh, really? relate all to this. Well, yeah. I could absolutely do a whole saloon AU. Um, Can you please, honestly? That'd be a fun I thing. I'll, I might do that yeah. instead of doing my, <laughs> my final papers right now. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> um, okay, so what is my next question? Um, so, Niall said that this song, um, is quite different and also, like, very unexpected. It was the most unexpected song that he wrote. Um, and it was also the last one that he wrote, so they, they, like, it just came together, um, sort of at the end of their whole process, um, and that none of them on the album really sound like this. Uh, he said there's, the album has a good mix of, like, 
more acoustic-y soft songs and then some, like, up upbeat jams. Oh, nice. Uh, he always one, knows what we want. What the heck? I know. He really does. He knows the mix is the way to go. I, I really put my trust in Niall, you know? Like, I feel like I can trust him to, like, give me what I want, which is wonderful. I know, because, like, you know how much we love Harry, but sometimes he can be, like, elusive, but Niall's just always, yeah. he's always gonna be there. I know. He really is. Wow. He And he, uh, just the way... I, I, every time, the more he does, the more, like, normal it feels. Like, I honestly feel like if I saw him, like, I could just have such a regular conversation with him. And it, like, wouldn't be weird. Like, he would just be super, super normal. I think, and when I think of that with Harry, I feel like it's almost talking to, like, this, like, otherworldly creature, yeah, you know? Yeah, literally talking from the fourth dimension. Yeah, Wait, where it's just like what's the mentions? I don't know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> um, but like Niall, I honestly just like picture being like, "Wow, your album's like really great" or something. And he would just like he would be so like, "Oh my god, that means like so much." Yeah, to he'd just be like, "Cheers, mate," and like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and he would like, I don't know, just like him on Snapchat, Snapchat, <laughs> Snapchat, and uh, Instagram stories. He's just like, yeah, just like watching a movie with my mate and like eating curry, yeah. and like I'm just like, wow. Like, I don't know. I feel like we talk about this so much, but, like, I just, like, Niall is such a comforting freaking presence. Yeah, and, like, to see him is. do so well, like, that means so much because it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he expected that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, That's like, the nicest part of it. Yeah. He's, like, humbled every time. And, and he's just, I like... I just want the best for him, and I think everyone does. Like, Niall is just the mm-hmm. type of person that everyone in this entire world is rooting for. I know. It's beautiful. And he's got his feminist club starting up, so... Wow, There's beautiful. nothing really that can go wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he's been answering a ton of questions on Twitter. If you haven't gone, he did a Twitter Q&A where he videos his responses. Uh, if you haven't gone, oh, shoot, go I have watch to do them that. all. Yeah. You have to make sure you go to like tweets and responses yeah. or tweets and replies or whatever. Um, but he did like over 20 of them or something ridiculous. Like sweet maybe. angel. Yeah. And... Um, so he's just connecting so personally with fans and it seems like he wants to do that. It's not like a process. Like he likes doing any <laughs> questions. Um, and some of the best ones were he actually played slow hands acoustically, um, and also told people the chords to slow hands. Oh and my I was God. honestly like, if N- Niall was my guitar teacher, I swear to God, like oh my that God. one Self-insert me. fan fiction right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, like, him singing and playing the guitar to slow hands just acoustically was just amazing. It was such a short little clip, but I wanted it so much. Um, and he also said, he was also talking about one of his favorite songs from the album. I think it might have been his favorite, was an emotional one where once they finished recording, um, I think they recorded it a couple times through, and then after that, like, they went out outside and, like, no one spoke for, like, ten minutes because they were all just, like, going through the emotions of it. Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, I know. And Niall said it wasn't so much in the lyrics, but more in just, like, the mood of the song. Mm. So I'm going to be really interested to hear that one. Um, now I, like, want these, but we're going to have to wait so oh long. Oh, my God. <sighs> it sounds like, based on what Niall has said in all the interviews, that um, it's coming out later this year, i.e. the fall, which is what we've been saying um, lately yeah. uh, from Niall, because he's going to be promoting this single they also still have to finish up more production side and guitar recordings um, for the songs and he's also doing different live shows over the summer um like those uh what are they called like Like radio radio yeah show thing where they get multiple people to come and perform um 
So he's got a lot going on, um, and then it'll probably come sometime later in the year, which it, it, it'll be a good thing, yes. because we need these spaced out. But now I'm like, what is this emotional deep song that made everyone be silent for ten minutes? <clears throat> um, but so, uh, check out at NJH News. It's a Twitter, because they have all of the promo that Niall's done. He's been on the BBC with Nick Grimshaw. He did a podcast with Dan Wooten. Um, he was on Buzz Pop podcast. He was on with Greg James. And there's a ton of other, like, smaller radio shows that he's done as well. Um, the one with Nick Grimshaw. Did you watch the one that I sent you yet, Kara? <laughs> uh, I watched part of it. Um, the part where he... you, you ha- Watch the whole thing. Because okay. I don't think that minute and a half clip that, that's been going around with Nick Grimshaw is the... Fu- like, I didn't watch that one because I watched the entire thing. Um, but honestly, Niall's impersonations and accents are amazing and hilarious, and everyone deserves to laugh this much. So <laughs> definitely go watch his interview with Nick Grimshaw. Um, the full thing's on YouTube, but it's under a different account. It's not like the official account. Okay. It's like little er something. I don't know. It's it's on at NJH News. You can scroll down Sweet. and find it. Um, and then finally, I wanted to read Lucia's reaction to Niall. Um uh Niall's song and then just talk a little bit about it um Lucia said I feel so emotional because I feel like Niall works so hard and he's so good to his fans and the other boys and he always has been and I feel like this song is going to be popular and he just really deserves it because he works so hard and he's really authentic and also just really talented but he always took a back seat in 1D to let the other boys shine like he never tried to take the spotlight I'm just so impressed with this song. It's so well done. And Niall singing in that low register, he sounds so good. It sounds like my favorite 80s rock jams, but is also really modern. And this beat and the lyrics and how he wrote it so the girl is picking him up. Yes, Niall. Um, So I just really liked all of this. And I think I, I just, what stood out to me is saying the whole, which I mentioned earlier, like, the whole unexpectedness of, like, Niall coming out with a song like this um, and just, like, going straight to number one on iTunes and stuff. Things that, like, you know, Niall was never, like, people weren't like, oh, Niall's the Justin Timberlake of the band or whatever. Like, uh, yeah. and now now it's just, um, I mean, not that, I think One Direction are all going to do really well. Yeah, One Direction is going to defy the boy exciting. band stereotype, and I'm just excited for them to just blow everyone's expectations out of the water, because everyone literally just thinks that only one could thrive, but, like, yeah. they're just like, oh, how is Harry going to do well, because Zayn's already doing well, but, like, how is Niall going to do well, because Harry's <laughs> going to do well. I'm like, they can all do well, thank you. They're all going to yeah. just kill it. Like, this is why One Direction worked so well, because they're all freaking talented. There's not a weak link. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy with this. Yeah. It's just really, really great. So, and we're going to do a, a, a song discussion eventually on Slow Hands, but we have a ton of other news happening as well. So we figured we'd get some in and then, um, and then do more at a later date. Okay, so this next part that we're going to be doing is Sweet Creature. So like I said, Harry also released a song this week. Um, He released it on Tuesday and Niles came out on Thursday. Um, And Harry, when he released the song, tweeted, Sweet Creature is available now. Album is available in 10 days. I am available always. Love you, H. Uh, And Harry's... What was your response to this tweet, Kara? It's so cute! <laughs> Harry, what's wrong with you? 
I just like this is just like it's so simple and so hairy mm-hmm. and just like it's beautiful you know like I just feel like this is very Jesus-y um <laughs> you know uh, uh-huh. I love it that's all I have to say me too also what a lie Harry's available I know always. in what way where like whom <laughs> that's never been true <laughs> Um, but I'm glad he composes tweets like this. <laughs> I'm glad he can. Write. I want to. I me too. I want to know if he like has trouble with the characters because this is a pretty long tweet. I don't know how many characters it is, but wait, what do you think he has more than like the average person? No, no. I just mean like, you know, is he ever like, oh, how do I fit this all? Oh. He has to go back and like change words. Like, did he say the album and then he had to. Once he was finished, he was like, shoot, I'm character's over. I have to go back and change it to just album, not the album. Also, does he not ever do conjunctions anymore? Like, I am available always. (laughs) Like, it's very formal. It is. It's the aesthetic of it. Yeah, you're right. A conjunction would throw it off. You're right. It really would. And also, like, he said 10 and not the number 10. He, like, spelled it out. All these things, like, I just, like, wonder if he, like, really thinks these through. He, I'm sure he does. (laughs) (laughs) He's extra. Yeah. Um, so this song was written by Harry and Kid Harpoon, or Thomas Hull, um, who's a British singer-songwriter, um, and it seems like the credits for all of Harry's songs are up on Wikipedia, but I know the pro- the production credits aren't there, mm. so I'm not sure how reliable the songwriting cre- credits are at this point. I'm sure when, when we actually get the album, we will have official ones, but... Um, it seems as though Harry's written on every song, which I'm pretty sure we could have concluded with or without Wikipedia's help, but, um, it's just good to know. Um, and it seems as though each of the songs is written by the same group of people, um, for the most part, except this one, which is only written by Harry and, uh, Thomas Hull. Nice. Um, so, when did you first listen and what were your first reactions? Uh, why can't I remember? When did this come out? (laughs) Uh, it came out Tuesday. <clears throat> oh, for some reason I thought it came out Friday and I was just like, I literally just lost my mind for a moment because that was yesterday <laughs> I and I was just like, no, there's no way. Um, okay. <clears throat> I don't remember <laughs> when I first listened to it. This week has been insane. Um, but, um, I remember kind of being a little, see, this is like, this is gonna hurt This is me. why I should go yeah, first. Yeah, no, can you go first? Go first, go first. <laughs> Okay, I quite liked all the songs that were released okay, this week. Okay, thank so. God. I'm so glad that someone has, like, a very positive outlook. I know, right? Um, so, um, not that I don't see your points. Well, except the country point. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> but, um, so, um, so, I first listened. So, what happened was I had class starting at 12, and that's exactly the time that the song was released here uh, on the East Coast. And so I had to, I couldn't listen to the song as it was released. I really debated, like, heading out of, out of uh, physics and just being like, screw this, this is the worst thing ever. I need to go listen to the song. But then after physics, I have, like, 15 minutes until my next class. And I just knew 15 minutes wouldn't be enough to, like, fully listen to the song and then, like, go on Twitter like I wanted to and, like, really indulge. So I had to wait through the next class. And then I had another class, like, 20 minutes later. And the same thing, I just, like... You know, by the time I was actually getting to class, it only would have been, like, 10 minutes that I had 
So I just had to wait through the entire day. And that meant staying off social media. So all those like 10 minute breaks I had between classes, I couldn't even go on Twitter, which was a lot. Um, and God. But eventually I was done. And I, I was like, should I walk back to class and listen? Or should I just wait till I'm in my room? And I waited till I was in my room. Um, and just, like, sat there and listened. I actually filmed me, me listening. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, but, like, I don't know. I don't think the content... I watched it back yesterday. I don't know. Like, I, it's not as though I'm, like... You know a lot of the reactions that you see on um, YouTube? Like, they're talking throughout it. Like, I'm just, like, sitting there, like, you know, smiling to myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I, I feel like my reaction to Sign of the Times would have been a better one to yeah. watch because I was very emotive because that was, like, the first song. And it's, like, such a... There's so many surprises and, and it's such a journey. Yeah, now this is, like, the third song. Um, <clears throat> but I, mean, I could potentially post that to the Patreon or something. <laughs> but uh, I don't know how entertaining it will be for people to just watch me, like, <laughs> smile into space. Um, but, yeah, I, I did really like it. I think I, I thought that, like, it sounded much more like Ever Since New York. Like, I got those vibes. Um uh, I, I don't remember everything I was thinking at the time, but I thought it was really pretty. Um, and, uh, I guess similar to, to what you, I think, are going to bring up about the lyrics. I didn't think they were the most, like, intricate lyrics compared to, you know, Sign of the Times or Ever Since New York. Um, they're a bit more basic, but I've also, I think they're, I guess we'll talk about it with lyrics. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you go with your initial reaction. Okay, uh, so, yeah, I listened to it, and, um, I think, I'm, I don't know, I think I was underwhelmed. I think that's the word I'm gonna use. Um, because, uh, musically, it's kind of boring. Um, I think, like, it's kind of, like, one note throughout. I think that, like, the interesting things that he, like, does with his voice when he says sweet creature and, like, the... The O's, the interesting, like, mm-hmm. what Lucia called, like, the whale calls, like, that's, I, like, I really like that, <laughs> and I think that those bits, like, kind of, not save the song for me, but, like, keep it interesting. I found myself mm-hmm. literally, like, not dozing off, Jesus, um, How like, zoning Sarah? out when I was listening to this. Oh my God. Because it's, like, very repetitive, and, like, just, like, very, it's, like, very, like, lulling you to sleep and like it could be a good way but i was taking a nap to the song i was like let me put that on is sweet nice. creature i feel like i've been up trying to get concert this would be tickets. something take a break this would be something sweet to like i don't know i think it could be a lullaby honestly this and yeah but it like i think why i'm a little bit underwhelmed and a little bit disappointed is because it sounds so much like it could be a one direction song and i know that a lot of mm. people really enjoy that and like saw that as a p- positive but i think like going into this um, album, I was just, like, I really want him to do something, like, really unique and different and, like, grow and, like, take a step mm-hmm. above, not above, but a different direction than One Direction, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I just felt like this could be literally on Made in the AM for me, um, especially the lyrics, I thought, like, Sweet Creature is such an interesting title, um, it's not something you would call someone normally, um, so mm-hmm. the fact that he kind of just had, like, very vague, bland ish lyrics to me it was kind of disappointing because I wanted him to explore the themes of sweet creature like why did you tie those two words together like sweet which is like very positive and creature which could be like negative and sort of evil and almost like haunting um but like we don't really get any of that kind of stuff in the lyrics uh and I thought it's it's sweet but I think it'd be something that 
like, I'd skip over, um, and... I'm gonna have to, like, give you all my brain thoughts, because you need to get on board with all of these songs, Kara. I swear to God, I need to lend you my head for a I second. feel like this is kind of good that for once in our lives we have more than one opinion on this show, though, so I'm, like, I'm kind of going with it. But I don't like not being... I don't like not loving things, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like yeah, being negative. it's... I know. And, like, I know... And the problem yeah. is, now I'm freaking listening to you being negative, and it messes up all of my no, thoughts in I'm, my head, like, okay, so, like, I'm trying to... I was really happy that you liked it because I was like, what if we're gonna have to go on this episode and like I'm gonna have to like <laughs> we're gonna have to be like negative about Harry's song and like we can't both be negative. No. And like I don't hate the song. I don't hate it. I'm just underwhelmed and that's the word I'm gonna use. And like okay. I just I think everything all together, like if the like the music was more interesting, if the lyrics were more interesting, like you can't you can't have both be very underwhelming and um okay. that's my Thoughts. Let me try to persuade you. Okay. No, I don't want to. I don't want to discredit your opinion because I think sometimes I can. I I tend to do that. Uh, not not your opinion, but I know I can be very forceful with my thoughts, and then I make people feel as though their opinions aren't valid. Oh no, that's not what I want. Um, I want so. someone to try to tell me to be positive. Like great, right. but yeah. So let me let me discredit. Cool. All of what you're I'm, I'm into it. Go <laughs> ahead. Just kidding. Okay, so I've seen a lot of comparisons to Blackbird by the uh-huh. Beatles. Which I went and listened to. There was also a comparison between um, Ever Since New York and it's something like something with about brothers or some band or something blues something. Um, and there's actually like a riff in their their song that is pretty much the exact riff in Ever Since New York. Hmm. Um, like you can hear it very clearly, but the rest of the song didn't remind me too much of it. I also I'm very like. Um, like, everyone makes music, and it's not as though two songs oh, are yeah. just gonna... S- like, so what if they had the same three chords? Yeah, oh order? my god. Like, that's not <laughs> like, copyright. Like, down. you need to get over it. Like, <laughs> like uh, imagine, like, out of the billions of songs out there, like, none of them are gonna sound the same, or none of them are gonna have the same chord progression. Like, okay, you need to get off your high True. horse. Um, but, like, God even knows if they even heard the friggin' songs in the- in, first of all, um... But, so, Blackbird, I don't think it sounds too much, like, I'm not, like, wow, that's, like, in the Ever Since New York one, there's a little part that is the same, like, or whatever the hell it is. Um, see, like, that sound of the guitar is the same sound I hear in, in, in the freaking Niles song. And that, that song, twang. so you think that Ever Since New York, Ever Since New York, but Ever Since New York and <laughs> Slow Hands are comparable, like, like... No, but Ever Since New York is way more country I swear to God, Caitlin! <laughs> <laughs> it's very, like, you know, sat out in a field, like, playing, like, a banjo or something. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, anyway, we're not even talking about that song. (laughs) This will forever be a debate on the podcast. Um, Okay, so... um, So anyways, if you listen to Blackbird, which was is one of, like, the most famous songs, it has that very sort of simplistic, like, chill lyric. And then it's, like, the the voice that is doing something more interesting. Um, The lyrics are so good in Blackbird. You know what I mean? It's not... Look, have you... Okay. Okay. Uh, Road and Rope? What kind of amazing imagery is that? I I freaking love that. Okay, but, like, let me read you some Blackbird lyrics, okay? Okay. Um, um, Blackbird singing the dead... Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Yeah, take these sunken eyes and learn to see all your life you were only waiting for this moment to be free. Like, that's freaking beautiful, and it's not, like, about a vague relationship that, like... I don't know. That's not... Okay. Like, I just... 
I just can't compare the two because like lyrically they're on different <laughs> playing fields. Okay, but I'm saying musically that's yes. like the sounds I get. I, okay. I yeah. So I then, in terms of the lyrics, yes. okay. So this is what I was saying. Like, uh, w- like with songwriting, obviously Blackbird is is beautifully written, and there's songs that have this, some really like stellar imagery. If we look at Ever Since New York. The imagery in that one is very striking yeah. and different yes. and interesting, um, especially during those those verses. Um, and there's stuff in Sign of the Times, too, where it's just really pretty. And we've seen it in Olivia, those types of really interesting metaphors. Um, and the thing about this song is it doesn't have that as much, except for the rope slash road uh, imagery, which we'll get to in a second. Um but it is more, it seems like just more phrases that you would talk to a person about. It seems more colloquial in its language. Um, and I think there's expectations that when you write a song, you'll take your emotions and put them into some like really flowery language. Um, and that's what I often expect from songs. Um, but I also, I mean, I think there is something sort of, uh, more just like I'm a I'm a freaking human, and this is what mm. like is just playing in my head right now, and this is what we've been saying to each other out loud. Like that is like uh, maybe it doesn't have to be this like for every song have to be this amazing artistic like witticism where it's like I just legitimately want to say like I want to come home or like I legitimately want to say that like. I don't know what I'm doing next. Because those are phrases we as people actually say. Um, And it's not as though Harry's not a good songwriter. He is a good songwriter. So I guess that makes this one stand out. But it also makes me say, you know, like, perhaps it wasn't just lazy songwriting. It was, you know, purposeful in a a certain way, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, Like, I I don't know. And I do see the One Direction comparisons a lot. And I, I said that too. Um, before I, I heard anyone else making the comparison. So I think they're valid, um, that it, it does sound more like songwriting wise. It sounds like something One Direction would have written. Um, and I could hear them playing it on Made in the AM too. Um, which I didn't find a bad thing. And actually one of our listeners, Kesha, like made up this amazing, um, written, she wrote all the song lyrics out and like, and and said which part she could hear each of the boys singing. So and it was sweet. so on point. Yeah. Like, I really, I thought it was amazing. And we retweeted it. So if you want to check that out, definitely go check it out. Um, but uh, I think I could hear the boys singing this song. And I guess, like, if all the songs on the album are more, like, lyrically like this, it, it would make a difference. But we have seen two other songs yeah, that are not right. so much this simplicity. So I guess I'm going to... I, I'm gonna have to make my final decision, <laughs> um, like when I hear the full album. Um, but if this was, I think if this was the first song released, I would be more like, okay, you know, like I was expecting more. But because this is the third song and we've gotten to hear Harry's songwriting in a different way, I'm not too like put out about mm. it. I guess does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. I'm glad it's the third one. Um... Because two out of three ain't bad that I love. Uh, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just think that there's, like, these bits of this song that I just wish he took further. Like, we're running through the garden where nothing bothered us. That's beautiful. But I wish that he, like, I don't know. I just, 
I just like want more, you know? And I guess mm-hmm. that like, you know, that's me being greedy, but I think that there are some bits of this that is that are really beautiful and there like I'm not saying the whole thing is like a wash that I'm just like I hate every lyric and I don't think any of it's good. Like, um mm-hmm. when I run out of rope you bring me home, are you kidding me? That's beautiful. I love that. It's so sweet. Um and like the two hearts in one home, like there are some things that I really like and um, mm-hmm. also me and Caitlin were talking about, cause Caitlin, when she, um, the first thing that she texted me was like, I'm getting umbilical cord vibes from this. And I'm just like, <laughs> Caitlin, what are you saying? <laughs> like, uh, I'm very confused. I think that, that like, <laughs> is that a typo? Like, I'm just confused. But like, the more that I think about it, like two hearts in one home, you know, like, um, a baby's heart and a mom's heart. Like I remember Beyonce, um, uh, recently, I think when she, like, did her, like, pregnancy, uh, what's it called? Photo shoot? She, like, titled it, like, Three Hearts or something. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just think that's a beautiful concept, and I think that's such a beautiful image. Um, and, like, the rope, like, you know, that is very umbilical cordy. Um, and, like, I was just saying, like, I feel like, honestly, we could read this entire album as a pregnancy album. And, like, Harry did say, like, he said he was giving birth to it. So, yeah, I mean, all of this to say... Let's do a song discussion about the entire album. I like a, honestly, that's gonna that's gonna yeah. be one of our. Episodes, I mean, I swear to God. I think so. To all of our pregnant listeners out there, Harry's clearly gifting this. To yeah, you. and like it's gonna, you know. Um, I honestly like last week when we were talking about how this could be a song that you could, I mean, a, a album you could give birth to, and like how there's gonna be different things. This could be like the lullaby, you know, like yeah. This could be at the end. This isn't the last song. It does but, sound like wow. It. I think that yeah. they, like there's someone who knows more about birth <laughs> and babies than I do because I know nothing. Should like organize all the songs in like a um a, you know a giving birth sort of uh, playlist and like to do like the breathing exercises and like you know that would be amazing. Yeah. So uh, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna happen at some point. Yeah, I wanna I wanna say like the imagery that I saw. Okay, so first of all, we don't know yet if the words are rope or road. Yeah. So like when I run out of rope or when I run out of road. And people have been saying different things and websites. Say I know, things. like Amazon and iTunes I think have two different things and I'm just like or Spotify, something like two very like two of the yeah. websites that are supposed to have their like stuff on lock, like have conflicting right. things. And I'm just like, hello? This is not the time to mess up. Please, someone contact Harry's people and get these lyrics out. And it's because he, like, says, and then it just, like, it, like, fades out. You can't actually hear the ending sounds. And at some points I hear road, and at some points I hear road. I think it might be The first one, I I hope to God it is, because I love them both so much. And even if it isn't, I'm going to decide which one's rope and which one's road, and I'm going to sing both of them. I hear rope at first and then road at the end. That's what I heard, and then I heard road at the end, too. So I'm going to have to, I've been trying to listen really carefully, but we took a poll and a lot of people voted in it. And a lot of people said rope and a lot of people said road and some people said he did both. So there's no real like consensus, um, which just, I need, I can't he tell us if it's rope or road, but honestly, like the, the, I guess cause I heard rope first, which is where I got umbilical cord, um, yeah. was when you run out of rope as if someone's attached to you and like you've let them go. And then when they need to come home, you can like pull them in. And obviously like the imagery of an umbilical cord between a mom and a baby and pulling them back in. Um, And, uh, or I was also thinking like very space imagery where, you know, an astronaut goes out into space and they're on that long cord. And when they need to come back in, they get pulled back in. Um, So I think like, I guess the strength of those images that I formed in my head really like 
made me uh, much more comfortable with the lyrics because I had such strong imagery and just like the I related it, it related it a lot to like my relationship with you know my siblings or at home things like that where I connect with those types of feelings and I think the simplicity of the lyrics um, while I, I'm sure I could have connected if they were more intricate, but I also understood the simplicity of it in, in, in phrases that I've felt in myself, I guess. Mm. Um, so I think, I think maybe, I know a lot of people saw this as a romantic song and I think that's valid as well. Um, but I just saw it more of like a familial or like, like childhood friends or siblings or something like that. Um, cause it does seem like it's definitely something from, you know, home or younger or like some, someone from the past that like means a lot. Um, and to me that's like family and whatever. Um, and also if you guys are looking for a poem that is amazing, um, the chord, uh, is, I don't, this one says author unknown. I'm not, I thought it was, um, Oh, here. No, this one. This one. Leanne Sullivan. Um, Leanne O'Sullivan's poem, The Chord, is really, really amazing. Um, and I definitely get those vibes from this song. If you're looking for a great poem to read, maybe I'll read it on the on the show when we do the full discussion for this. It's so beautiful. I like um, Caitlin tweeted it, so it's on her Twitter. And like I freaking cried while um, reading it. It's, it's so beautiful and touching. Yeah, it, it really is, and um, I just connected a lot with this song to me mm. and the feelings of it. Um, and that... Oh, I also love the imagery you said, the garden imagery. Yes. Um, I think he could have taken it farther, too, but um, the I just love the whole innocence Adam yes. and Eve vibe that I got from it. We have another um, uh, reference to more religious stuff. And that, that may have been on purpose or just like literally there was a garden that like he ran around in when he was younger, but you know, other, I feel like you would like, there is a definite, definite, <laughs> definite connections. Ooh, um, which, wow. The religious imagery which would be, is going to be. Exactly. I just said um, that really weird. I don't think I said words, but I'm glad that you understood <laughs> what I was trying to say. <laughs> I got you. Um, that will be really interesting to explore. Um, okay, let's see where we're at. We're only at 57. Wow. wow. My timing has been amazing in this episode. You're killing it. Good job, Caitlin. <laughs> um, okay, so I wanted to say for Talk Direction Down Low, um, we are going to be talking about Harry going on James Corden for a week after he releases his album and the different segments we want to hear from that. Um, uh, and like carpool karaoke do we want that what other fun things do we want and the whole video that we got as well we're going to be talking about that and we're going to be talking about um, some inappropriate interview questions that harry got about sweet creature and a dumb interviewer and them asking evasive questions about who the song was about um, that made karen and i both really frustrated yeah. and we wanted to rant about yeah. it so that will be on Talk Direction Down Low, which you can find at www.patreon.com slash talk direction. Um, if you head over there, you can get that. We're going to be putting it up, um, I think, at the same time as the episode. So um, definitely go check that out if you're interested in hearing our opinions on all of that. Um, our final part of the show today is this is the last show before we've heard Harry's album. And I wanted to leave some time just to like 
you know, reflect and yeah, process, give our final predictions and thoughts. Um, I just, I, it, it honestly, like, I, I, let me read what this I wrote. I'm not, I'm not sure what it was now. It's been a while, but (laughs) (laughs) but I said, looking back on the hiatus and all the waiting and the trying to figure out when we would get each boy's solo music, we definitely did not think that Harry would be first. We didn't even think that we would get something from him perhaps at all this year. Um, and we were trying to keep our hopes very low. And now that time has passed, it has gone slowly in some ways, but I think sometimes in hindsight, it has flown by. And like, I just, I remember back to February when we were saying, oh my God, is he going to play on the Grammys? Like, is he going to perform? Like, or we were even saying like, what if he drops his entire album (laughs) out of the blue? Like, what will that mean? Like, we don't want that. And it's just like... And, and I think, too, it's it's more than just, you know, since, hi- like, since, like, we've started hearing Harry's solo rumors and, like, these past weeks building up to it. It's, it's before February. I mean, we had a whole year of hiatus where a lot of our discussions, whether we, you know, whether they were main discussions or not, focused around what each of the boys were going to do as solo artists in one way or another. Um, and especially Harry, because... There was just so much mystery surrounding it. Um, and I think there's less mystery now because we've heard three of the ten songs. So it's not, we're not at that point where we're like, now we're going to know what Harry's solo sounds like. But we still haven't gotten a full album. And there's like so much more that's coming. Um, and I don't know, it's just so interesting to, to look back and reflect on all of the time we've spent talking about this moment and the fact that next episode it's gonna be here it's just wild to me yeah that's uh i don't think i've processed that (laughs) like i'm just like i think that like all i'm thinking about right now is finals um so like time doesn't feel real right now um so wow (laughs) that's gonna be wild i actually have my last final the day before like on the 11th so are you yeah i know um i looked up with that but yeah Wow. Well, I'll have three papers that I haven't started written by Harry's album, but then I'll have two exams after Harry's album. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I guess we can talk about this now. I don't know what we're going to do <laughs> um, in terms of all of that. I mean, I'm going to really, like, I have three papers to write, and then those are all due on Thursday. And then after that is Friday and I have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then I have exams Thursday and Wednesday and Thursday in a row. Um, but physics is the most terrifying exam, and I really need to do well on it. So I'm very stressed about it. And there's there are a number of days, like, I'm glad about that. Um, but I, I, and we're definitely not going to not record, but I don't know what day we're going to record, I guess is the question. Also, given the fact that we're going to want to absorb the album. Um, Um, I mean, it probably won't, like, these next couple weeks are just, like, episodes are going to be, like, all over the place. Um, And, like, thank you for bearing with us because, uh, yeah. Thank you for bear painting with us. Um, Because, yeah, it's just crazy time. Um, But, uh, I don't know. Um... We probably shouldn't figure this out on the show, but... I know, but I wanted to just let people yeah. know um, we're going to do our gosh darn hardest. But, um, so yeah, next week's episode will be out 
The next one that comes out will be the Harry oh album release. Oh my god. So oh my god. That makes it real. We're not going to do an extra one for Friday and then one like three days later. Um, yeah. So it'll probably be out early the week yeah. after. So like Monday maybe. Yeah. Depending on when we get to record and uh, how long we take to listen to all the songs. Because I don't want to rush my time. But obviously we're going to be on Twitter. So make sure to follow us there. Um, and perhaps posting videos or, like, reactions. We're definitely gonna have to do, like, a song, like, an album listening party or something. You know how we did that for the movie? We, like, did a commentary on the movie. We could do, like, an album listen and do a commentary on the album. that would be interesting. That would be so much fun. And then you guys can, like, listen with us. That'll be, obviously, um, after we both graduate. (laughs) Maybe June. Because <laughs> um, I graduate the 28th, which is the very end of May. Um, so what is my next question? Um, what are your final thoughts on how the album will sound? And, like, based on the three songs we've gotten, because we have seen some variety here. Do you think we're going to get even more variety? Or is it going to fall into these sort of categories that we've gotten? And, like, how cohesive do you think it'll be now? I'm kind of confused because when I heard Sign of the Times, um, mm-hmm. it sounds very different to the other two songs that we got. Uh, like, for me, Sign of the Times seems more, like, David Bowie, glam, rock, pop, mm-hmm. uh, with a twist. <laughs> um, but then, like, the other one, like, uh, and then, like, welcome, not welcome to New York. Did I say welcome to New York? <laughs> I think I might have said welcome yes. to New York before, but ever since New York, uh, um, is more, like, straight folksy, um, so that's, like, I don't know, those kind of gave me a clue, and then Sweet Creature was kind of... <laughs> underwhelming folk um for me uh I don't even know if I would call it folksy I think it's more I think it's really pop um pop acoustic sweet creature you think is pop I just honestly maybe because it reminds me so much of One Direction that I'm just like I don't I can't I don't know it's not as I don't know I just want more instruments or something I don't know what the heck I don't know what I want someone has to tell me what I want from sweet creature um, he gave you whale noises. You can't ask for so much, Kara. Uh, he didn't actually, he didn't tell me which whale He was calling was. from the womb. Oh, interesting. So he, Those were those echoey sounds. So it was him from was the like womb. like standing in a womb. Yes. Oh, so Anne recorded those like when she was, before she was given. Exactly. That's so interesting. <laughs> he was also in outer space as well. They got multiple different locations to get right. those sounds. Right, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Like screaming into the abyss screaming into a black hole where the sound particles are being stripped um uh-huh. very interesting wow this is very technologically <laughs> advanced i'm proud of him for using all this new technology um bless technology really yeah truly uh i don't know where i was going with this but i think i'm very confused because i think those are two very separate things in my mind like don't you mm. think like I feel like Sweet Creature and uh, Ever Since New York are very different from Sign of the Times, and I'm just, like, confused. Yeah, I grouped those together, and then Sign yeah. of the Times is kind of, like, on a different page and a different It book. really is. I mean, it might be on the same book, but I think it's a different chapter, at least. Um, yeah. And uh, I think... I don't know which way I'd rather him lean. Um, I think maybe... Uh, hmm, 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 I don't know. Um, I think maybe ever since New York, but Sign of the Times I think is more interesting and like mm-hmm. more, it's like different from like what's going on mm-hmm. here and it's like his own twist on things because I think ever since New yeah. York could be something that 
um, like a folk band did. But I think Side of the Times is so big and epic that it's like, mm-hmm. it just like screams like, this is Harry and this is like what he's going yeah. to do. But I don't know if that's like going to show up anywhere else in the album because he said like, I mean, he started off, this is his first single. So obviously it's probably the most, it's probably the biggest. I don't know. I don't know. And he said that this was the one he was like most exactly. proud of. And, like, the one that where it felt like everything came together. Exactly. So I don't know if anything's going to be quite as big production-wise or just, like, sound-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I'm going to be happy with anything. Um, and I don't think... Um, also, wait, I forgot to mention this. But I, I was, like, um, wondering, like, maybe Sweet Creature was that song that he wrote, like, three years ago or something. Um, I'm pretty sure in an interview he said it was one that he wrote, um, recently. Well, okay, well that screws my, uh, uh, whatever it's called. It does sound like it would be the one written Yeah, a while but then ago, I realized, like, sure um, the person said. that he wrote it with is not someone that I remember hearing about a long time ago, so. Uh, yeah. anyway, so that's not <laughs> the theory that's <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, it's... I'm I'm really interested to hear like how it's gonna sound in order because I'm sure mm-hmm. it's more cohesive than I think it is because like the three songs we have right now are kind of um, where are they where do they sit on this album oh, good question let me let me Google you talk uh, um, <laughs> so okay so he thinks nope this is not where I I just got freaked out I'm just like um words talking <laughs> okay I okay, got good. it. <laughs> Um, so Sign of the Times is number two on the album, Sweet Creature is number five, and Ever Since New York is number eight. Okay. So they're quite spaced out. Yeah, so they're not, like, that makes sense then. So I, like, wonder, like, what goes in between and, like, what's, how, like, they're gonna flow into each other. Because I feel like mm-hmm. there's something to be said about, like, songs flowing into each other. Like, it's just such a freaking nice thing to listen to. Yeah, I will definitely be looking for that, um on the album and like looking for order and why they chose but we know he's got a psychedelic pop which kiwi is and i feel like that's gonna fit that's gonna i'm gonna group that with sign of the times very much you know um i could feel like uh woman or two ghosts could be there carolina to me but maybe that's just because of the songs that carolina already is like or caroline Um, sounds more like it could be, like, Ever Since New York slash Sweet Creature. But by the title, Sweet Creature, I would have thought that would have been more of the sign of the times because it has that sort of outer space, like, otherworldly title. Yeah. Um, but then it sounds more like Ever Since New York, which, yeah. So I, I feel like it's hard to tell from titles. Um, one of the songs that Harry talked about in an interview recently, which which made me very excited to hear it, was From the Dining Table, which is the last song on his album. Um, and he said, One of my favorite songs on the album is the last song called From the Dining Table. I think it's the most honest and open I've ever been. I don't think I've ever written a song like that before. I think it's one that when I listen to it, I don't really do anything. I kind of, I can't help but just listen to it while it's on. I think it's one of one that kind of hits me as much as it did the first time we listened to it. Now, having listened to it a lot of times during the process, I think that's one of my favorites. Oh. Um, which is so exciting because Harry said that this album is about him. It's like, it's the most honest he's been songwriting. And then specifically this song, especially because it comes the last yeah. one, you know, it's like really important. 
Um, and I'm just so excited to hear this one now. What What did you think when you saw this quote? I mean, like, honestly, like, this, the title alone, like, already makes me feel some type of way. Um, mm-hmm. So the fact that, like, he's um, preparing us to be kind of emotionally destroyed and, like, <laughs> uh, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to feel emotional, Harry. Bring it. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm thinking like now I can't even get through like uh, if I could fly without like. Um, so I don't know how I'm gonna deal with this song. And also it's like the last one, so it's like you're gonna go through this entire journey and then like close on yeah. this really emotional note. But I think that would be an interesting like ending for an album, and like it will really like mm-hmm. stay with you, and you'll just have to like the you know the album will um, stop, and you'll just be like sitting there alone in your thoughts and your tears. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm really excited. Like I think that honesty is always something that I look for in music um and uh so yeah I'm definitely really intrigued to hear this one and like this is like from the title alone one of the ones that I was really interested uh in so Mm -hmm. I really hope that like the honesty is palpable to us as well I agree and not just like Harry knows it's true to him but that like we can feel that it is yeah and I'm sure it will be and especially going in knowing that it is so personal we have that mindset um but I am very excited for this one. I think it could just, I don't know. I feel like it could be a favorite. And like you said, like, honesty in music does matter to me. I find I connect with songs so much more when, like, and, and artists, and you see that with us. Like, the artists that we like, a lot of times we know, like, I like at least investing my time and in getting to know who they are as a person. I think that knowing who they are and about their life makes the music mean more and for some people that probably doesn't matter um but for me I do really like knowing that I like the person the artist is as well as their music um and with One Direction that's been very obvious (laughs) like we started this podcast you know like we're very invested in their full lives as human beings um and and the music as as well and it adds to it and it creates a whole world oh so I'm very excited about this one (laughs) Um, and did I answer my question about how I thought it would sound? I, yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be a mix of things. Um, and I do want to get some more of the Sign of the Time stuff as well as the other stuff because the Sign of the Time stuff is just so epic. And I've been talking to people who either like, like the new stuff better or like the Sign of the Time stuff better. Um, and it seems to be there's like a bit of a split. Um, obviously I just like it all in the Harry content. Give it to me. Um, but, and, and who knows, there might be, like, even a third genre that we're like, oh, Harry went and did, like, this other I mean, psychedelic thing. pop is not, like, that does not fit in either of the categories right now, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, Actually, I, yeah. I feel like it could be Sign of the Times. You're right, you're right. Depending on how it, how it sounds. Like, we don't know. But it, it's, Sign of the Times definitely has that more, like, uh, spacey feel to yeah. it, um, that we talked about. Um, whose music would you say is psychedelic pop sounding? Uh. Like, I feel like that was more David Bowie. I'm thinking, honestly, like, Spirit, too. Uh, I don't know if that's pop, but it feels, like, very psychedelic to me. That's an old, older band that my dad, like... I don't know Um, they're they're the one that has a song, Fresh Garbage, that I really love. (laughs) I'm I'm not kidding. This is a great song. Go listen to it. Um, but that's not the psychedelic pop one I'm thinking of. Uh, Water Woman. Um... That whole album, I think, um, I don't remember what album that's from, but it's, like, a really interesting listen, um, and, uh, 
I mean, I think like Tame Impala is sort of psychedelic-y. I don't know if I would call them pop. I don't. I wouldn't actually at all. But oh god, I love Tame Impala so much. Um, Wait, what was that water one you said? Water Woman. Water Woman. Um, and like, there's a lot of like sitar on that album, and that's like that was uh-huh. a very like psychedelic thing. Um, in the sixties and seventies, I think that was like part of that. Uh movement mm-hmm. i guess um i remember just like looking on wikipedia about um uh like psychedelic uh trends like i mean like yeah so there's a lot of like uh instruments that they used in that era so maybe he'll like use them in this because mm-hmm. i think that like if he's going for like a older vibe that would be an interesting thing to do yeah yeah, I, I, I would, I'm going to listen to these ones and cool. see what the sounds of that is. And I also think of, like, Olivia, like, that was very, like, I mean, while people have made comparisons to the Beatles for all of the songs, I think, Olivia definitely sounds much more, like, full orchestral. Like, I wonder if there'll be anything that yeah, sounds yeah, more yeah. like that. Um, and I loved Olivia, so I would be happy to have that in here too, but I don't know if he's going to try to do too many genres at once or make it more like, I want to see what the cohesion will be when we get all these. It'll be interesting because right now it seems like there's different paths, but you know, different songs can link them together quite, quite well, I think. Oh, also another one from Spirit that's very like psychedelic is Girl in Your Eye. And I really love that one. Um, Girl, the album that I how do you listen to all of these freaking songs? Because my dad like tells me um like songs that he thinks that I would like or albums that I think he or that he thinks I would like, and I'm just like, wow, dad, you know what? I would like a song called Fresh Garbage. Thank you. You know me, and like, (laughs) it's great, and it's about like wastefulness of humanity, and it's like a freaking tune, and like honestly, this whole just yeah, I would definitely just recommend. Honestly, if we're doing recommendations, I'll do it right now. Listen to Spirit, um, (laughs) by the band Spirit. It was from 1968, and it's a tune, I'd say. All right, I've got all my tabs open, and I actually listened to the songs that you told. Oh my god, I'm so so. proud of you. I don't remember what I told you to listen to, but I'm proud of you. What do you remember? What you there was, there was um the whip my hair back and forth girl What's oh will smith okay <laughs> willow so um, um uh wait a minute that's the one right nice yeah there were some other ones that i forget nice. <laughs> but i listened I'm to proud them of you for at least listening to them <laughs> thank you i'll listen to these ones wow. too so then i can report back cool. to you i probably will forget though so it'll be <laughs> not to listen not to listen but to report okay back. you can always I just snapchat listen. me or something yeah um, okay, what is my next question? Okay, so how do you plan on listening to the oh, album, Oh, God. Tara? Oh, my God. <laughs> because it's like, okay, so I'll be done with finals, hopefully. I think I might actually have to do some more things after. Um, so we'll have to see. So I'm, I'm, whatever. Um, but then I have, like, senior week, so I want to do things with my friends. Um, and this mm-hmm. is, like, one of the last times that we're all going to be together. So it's like, I can't hold myself up in a room and just listen to Harry, uh, Right. But I mean, I might have to for a few hours. <laughs> like, it's just like, but I might have to like take some breaks and just be like, hold on a sec, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to a Harry song because I just can't listen to the first time with friends. Um, yeah. I love them. I love my friends to death. But uh, if you dare talk over my first listening of Harry, I think I would yeah. actually combust and actually I might <laughs> physically fight them. So it's like, that's not how I want to like end my uh, graduating year. <laughs> college right physically fighting my friends over harry styles Mm -hmm. so um i think that 
I'm gonna try to do the Caitlin method, which is savoring it over a few days because we only mm-hmm. have seven new songs to listen to. So yeah. uh, I might as well make it last. Like I've been waiting for this my entire life since birth. So um, yeah, I might as well make it last. Uh, so I'm gonna try the Caitlin method, and maybe I'll like go by Caitlin's pace too. So like when you listen to a song, I'll listen to a song. So then I'm like held accountable. Um, yeah. So yeah, you'll have to keep me updated. God, the t- whole getting off Twitter. I mean, yeah. I guess that'll be helpful in in studying. <laughs> That's true. I have to be off but... Twitter. But I also like love indulging in the Twitter when we have like new Harry stuff but I don't want spoilers and lyrics will be everywhere and people's opinions will be everywhere yes. and that really I know I think off. that's like I really have to delete and like actually block things because um I remember from Made in the AM I was seeing spoilers and like seeing people's opinions mm-hmm. and like I obviously would be like oh that's not gonna affect me but like going into it I obviously was affected by it so yeah, I hate and it's that. so I frustrating really because it. like it's literally like one sentence and your entire perception mm-hmm. of something is altered because someone hated this song going mm-hmm. into it and or someone saw right. or someone heard like a like I don't know um a uh influence on a song and like I go into mm-hmm. it you know it's just like it's very it's too much like yeah. I need to even yeah even like what I was saying, like, I hate hearing your negative opinions on the songs or hearing when someone says something negative about a song that I've liked or something, because I feel like my, even after first listen, like, it's still malleable, like, my opinion's still forming. It's not like it's, like, three years down That's the fair. line. It's not if so, if someone said something bad about, like, Olivia right now, <laughs> it's not as though that would really affect yeah. my, you know, opinion of it. But when it's so fresh, like, th- thoughts can get in That's your head fair. and, like, it messes you up, you know, especially on that first listen going in, if you have an idea of like what a song's going to be like and what someone's opinion yeah. is can really just mess you up. Um, so yeah, staying offline is going to be hard, but I, I don't, I'm, I'm going to just have to like play it by ear, like, and just see how I'm feeling about everything. I'm definitely going to go in order of album. Oh, for sure. Um, and then just try to make my way through it. And it comes out on, Friday at it. I assume it'll be at midnight, but you know what? We really don't know, because um, midnight here could be. I mean, it depends on if he does midnight UK or midnight in yeah. the US or East Coast. Usually, it's midnight East Coast. Um, at least that's what it has been for One Direction. Um, but I don't really know, so uh, I guess we'll have to see what that is. But then that means we'll have Friday day, Saturday. Sunday, um, to listen, and Monday, I don't know, depends on when we listen through all the songs and how slow we go, I don't know how many days I'll spread it over, because we're also gonna have to record, if we record on Sunday, (laughs) then that's Friday and Saturday and part of Sunday, but I also want to have enough time to form my opinions on the songs, so, I don't know, but we'll keep you guys updated on Twitter, um, uh, closing excitement! Um, so yeah, I honestly can't believe we're here. It's very, very weird. Like, literally, Harry's album is coming out. Like, a year ago, where were we? We were still wondering how long the friggin' hiatus Harry had just cut his hair today, a year ago. (gasps) Oh, yeah! Wow. And he's cutting it. He's been trimming it, so it seems like he's keeping it short at the moment. Um... And what else, what else do you have to say about this? I just feel like this has been a freaking lovely adventure to like, just 
get hyped about Harry's album with everyone and with Caitlin and this podcast. And I can't wait to like see you guys on the other side when we all have listened to freaking Harry's album and it's out in the world. And uh, Sign of the Times music video is going to be coming out too. Um, oh yeah. Wait, that comes out like when? two days from now. What the heck? Oh wow. shoot! Oh my gosh. Well, we're probably not going to be able to discuss no, that. We'll have to do that in a few weeks. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's going to be so exciting. And like, I just can't wait to. Did you see the preview yeah, for it? Was, it? <laughs> it was very Twilight. It looks so good. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm glad they color corrected though, because the day Harry was out, it looked like a dream. They really like put up all the saturation. I was just like, please calm down. It's not how trees look, but okay. I love it. <laughs> it's very like other. It's very like. In your face, bold. Yeah. So I'm intrigued. I'm gonna be. Hopefully, it looks like another planet. Ooh, or something. yeah. Like it might look like he's some alien type situation. Was that Harry who was floating next to the thing? Was it, like there was like a black like. Yeah, there was a black thing that flew up in the sky. That was Harry. <laughs> I was lulling at that. I was like, oh my god, like Harry, what are you doing up there, buddy? Come down. Like. <laughs> I loved it. It really is Twilight. Oh, oh my, my god! god. Hold on tight, Spider Monkey. <laughs> It's it's freaking Edward flying around from tree to tree. That's what it is. God, what a fantastic Terry's film. disappointed he wasn't Edward. Oh he needs to be he needs to be in the remake of Twilight ten years down the road. Oh my like. god, so true. It'd be amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I just want to reflect Kara's ideas. Like the the build up to this having the podcast has been so amazing. It's been so great to just speculate and, like, that's honestly one of my favorite things. And I think both of us say that just, like, the anticipation of things is so, like, fulfilling in and of itself. Um, and just, it's been so wonderful, both as we got announcements and just, like, the entire, like, two years this podcast has been. Has it been? It's ha- it's almost been two oh years. freaking God. Yeah. Um, and, like, I, yeah. This July. I feel like, honestly, having the podcast, like, as much as we say, like, oh, like, there's so much to talk about, like, we can't indulge like we want to, but I feel like having the podcast, like, allows us to indulge, because, like, it gives us yeah. a, a, a reason to talk to each other for, like, two hours a week about yeah. Harry, and I don't think that we rationally or, like, I don't know, I, I do, what am I trying to say? I don't think that we would if we didn't have the <laughs> podcast. Like, we would obviously be texting all yeah. the time, but, like, we wouldn't have this, like, chance to have an actual, like, face, not face-to-face, but voice-to-voice conversation, and, like, have these other, yeah. like, all these other wonderful people to, like, talk to about Harry, and just, like, yeah. I was I was reflecting the other day on like our friendship and how important I think the podcast has yeah. been in our friendship because like I I honestly like don't like the literal physical talking to you every week and like we've been so consistent yes. about that like has honestly been one of the most important things. Like mm-hmm. I mean it's only been 2 years but 2 years can mean a lot in a friendship. Yeah. And not that I expected Kara and I to, like, not be friends, but just the fact that we get to talk to each other every week has been so special. And through, like, everything that comes with just, like, our lives, you know, while we talk about One Direction, there's been so many other things that have been, you know, we had, you know, the election, we've had, you know, other things, school, we've had just lots of things that we also bring up on the podcast um, that you guys hear about, and it's just been really wonderful to have both Kara and all of you guys to, you know, go through this life journey with, 
Um, so I, I, I feel like I'm getting nostalgic about the podcast, even though this is just about the Harry It's literally going to be like a whole other life that we're about to lead. It so. is. It is. Um, so just, yeah, I, I just, I'm excited and... Like, this is the point we've been waiting for, as Kara said, our whole lives. <laughs> um, and then after after we get it, we get so much more stuff, you know? We're going to have all the James Corden oh, like, and Harry God. performing and, and freaking Dunkirk. The other trailer came out. We ah, didn't talk you're about right. <laughs> the trailer for Dunkirk came out. Uh, a full one, and it looks incredible. And I'm sure Harry's going to be doing promo Harry's for that. Harry's eating toast? And that might... <laughs> yeah, Harry's eating toast in it. Like, how amazing. Also, like, thanks for the people who create those gifts who have, like, hawk eyes. Can, like, I know. Harry God bless. The smallest second. Um, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm wondering, too, if, like, that's part of the reason he's not touring so much during the summer and it's starting in the fall um, because he's going to be doing promo mm. for that. And he might be doing radio shows like Niall's doing. I'm not sure. Um, but we have so much more exciting stuff coming up and... Like, then we have other boys' albums, and it just, we're on the precipice of One Direction as solo artists really fully, like, getting into it. Not that it hasn't been full, but now we're going to get a real full album, which I think makes a yeah. difference. And I'm very excited to be on this journey with all of you people. Wow. Um, if you guys have any feedback or suggestions or would like to comment on anything we talked about, we're going to be doing full discussions for Slow Hands and Sweet Creature at some point in the future. Um, we would love to hear your opinions on all that good stuff. Um, and let us know questions you have about the album. Send us them as they come in, as you listen. Send us your comments on the songs and what you want us to specifically discuss when we do our first initial album reaction um, podcast thing, because I'm sure it'll be about seven <laughs> hours long. So um, let us let us know what you want us to talk about. Uh, thank you so much for listening to episode 97 of Talk Direction. You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. You can go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com, or our Instagram, which is just talkdirection. And you can follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I am you? Kara underscore pond, and Kara is with a C. And remember that we're having our Talk Direction download episode on patreon.com slash talkdirection, where we're talking about Harry on James Corden and uh, the interviewer who asked the most inappropriate question about Sweet Creature um, to Harry. Um, and we're going to be discussing and ranting about that. And also, um, since it's also the first um, uh, uh, Talk Direction download of the month, you only have to be a $2.50 um, supporter to uh, gain access to it. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. And you'll get all the other episodes, too, if you sign up today. All the ones we've done yep. in the past as well. So um, you get a ton of One Direction content as soon as you sign up. So make sure you go check that out. Um, you can also rate and review us on iTunes and also on SoundCloud. You can also subscribe on iTunes. Um, and yeah, I'm and Caitlin. I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time for episode 98 when we have heard Harry's album. Ah! <laughs> wow. Oh my god, that sounded almost like the sound in before Sign of the Times. Uh, wow. You Harry know? really is infiltrating my every existence. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, guys. Have fun listening to the album. Good luck. We love you, and we will see you on the other Bye. side. Bye! Bye!
Tell me something